Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast where myself and my friend Stefan watch every episode of the Canadian TV show, The Littlest Hobo, and then talk about them. How you doing, Stefan? Great. (laughs) I feel especially Canadian today. (laughs) Just uber Canadian. We are getting very close to Canada Day. We are, actually, yeah. So, by the time this goes out, maybe it's past? Um... Around? Well, pretty much right around okay. it, actually, yeah. <laughs> so this will be our Canada be episode. Like two days past. <laughs> yeah. Go Raptors. Let's stand they won. up and Yay. sing O Canada now. <laughs> right. En français. <laughs> uh, okay. <Canada. laughs> uh, as soon as I had to stop taking French, I stopped taking French and it's all gone. I know, and I wish I had learned it. I wish I had learned it too. Kids. Learn French. Learn your French, kids. It's honestly, w- let's it's be honest it. though. No kids that's, listen to this podcast. <laughs> Parents with children. Yeah, that's right. French your immersion. Kids to, speak, to speak French. It'll help them so much, so much. Anyways, Canada. Yay! Yay! <laughs> we got lots of cool things. <laughs> we do. We uh, what did we do? We invented the chocolate bar. Penicillin. Uh, yeah, penicillin. The Canada arm. <laughs> more important than chocolate. <laughs> a little more chocolate important, bar. yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, we invented the Wonder Bra, so thank you. And basketball. Yes. You're uh, welcome. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess a James Canadian Nays invented Nays. it yes. in Georgia. So. Still can- yeah, we produced that But Canadian, the first though. NBA game was played in Canada. That's right. So, And now the Raptors have the championship. Yes, they do. Not that I actually care about basketball, but that was pretty cool. Also, the majority of the players <laughs> on the St. Louis Blues were Canadian. That's true. So, yay. Yeah. Uh, what are the Canadian fun times? Um We've got lots of things. <laughs> so many things. We're just always blank every time we want to talk about it. <laughs> no. Because we're just so gosh darn humble. I literally spent two years of my life just repping Canada in America. <laughs> How'd that go? <laughs> uh, every single day, mm. without fail, I would be asked by somebody far too old, mm. who should know better, who was very serious, right. to tell them their name in Canadian. <laughs> to write their name in Canadian. Right. Every day. So what did you do? <laughs> Depends. If I was in a good mood... <laughs> I'd make a joke out of it, and I'd like write C A N dash their name, <laughs> and, then, and then dash D I N. Turn their name in Canadian. Yeah. Uh, uh, if I wasn't, I would just look at them and be like, "What's your name?" <laughs> and they'd tell me, and I'd be like, uh, "It's the same." It's yeah, exactly the <laughs> Canada, same. Canada, we don't have a different alphabet. No, so. <laughs> it's it's literally the same as yours, same except alphabet. we say Z. <laughs> yeah, so it's the same. Yeah. So it really just depends. But uh, yeah, that was always good times every day. Cool. Every day. Anyways, Canada. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Today's episode, don't think it's set in Canada. No. <laughs> I don't think we ever get anything like straight up. Not yet. But uh, yeah, so today's episode, season two, episode 14. Here's Joey Jackson. Woo. Woo. Where is he? <laughs> We don't. He's in a tower in a studio. He's here. He's yeah. He's right over here. Here's Joey Jackson. I found him. <laughs> Joey, how you doing? <laughs> Good. <laughs> so, any memories about filming from the Little Hobo? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're supposed to yes and. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since improv. All right. <laughs> okay, Joey's left. <laughs> Locked him out. Okay, Joey's okay. gone now. So, the synopsis of this episode. A blackmailer is extorting money from a popular talk show host, and the hobo tries to expose the criminals and gain the attention of the police. Cool. So that's what's going to happen in this episode. It but where Jim. are the diamonds? <laughs> They're in the drills. Okay. <laughs> On the truck, <laughs> down <Yeah>. the highway. 
in the gravel pit. <laughs> yeah, in the quarry with the putties. <laughs> uh, so this episode j- aired January 22nd, 1981. Wow. Ooh, so we're in the 81. 1981. Still in the 80s. Still, definitely <laughs> firmly in the, the 80s, 80s now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this episode starts. Um, there's a man who's exiting a building. Yes. Clearly famous because he's got a bunch of groupies around him. Yep. Uh, asking for his autograph. And he's like... Being all smooth, schmoozy and charming. Uh, so this is Joey Jackson. Yes. Meet him right off the bat. He makes like some cringy jokes. He reminds me of uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. That's, like, he's just like a very charismatic. Like if you've seen Rodney Dangerfield when he's young, this is Joey Jackson. <laughs> okay. He's I'll got those like those like groaner jokes. He At one point he's like, he's signing somebody's autograph and says, don't try forging a check with that. Or, yeah. Like, It'll that's probably the kind bounce. Of, uh, those are the kind of jokes he is yeah. making. Uh, and the hobo has arrived. He was yes. like chilling in the parking lot and he comes up. Uh, and so Joey asks hobo how he likes the show. Cause you know, he's always a jokester. Yeah. He says he looks like a critic for TV guide dog. Oh, get a load of him. He looks like a, a critic for TV guide dog or something. <sighs> I want to see a copy of TV guide dog. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Who would be on the cover? In 1981? Yeah. I don't know. Canine from Alf. Doctor Who. <laughs> Wait, no, Alf's later, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And he's also not a dog. I was going to say, he's an alien, not a d- But you know, I feel like dogs will like Alf. I do, that's Because he eats cats. Exactly. He's their spokesperson. Do we ever see him actually eat a cat? Elf? Yeah. I think I've seen one episode of Elf. Okay, so... but I'm, I'm wondering, do we actually ever see him? I'm going to go with no. Oh, man. But I... who knows? Isn't there that weird episode where he gets a girlfriend? I, I keep. Do. I always hear about that. You have seen so. one more episode of Elf than I have. <laughs> I, I don't even think I've seen it. I think I've just heard of that episode. <laughs> give this a give this a goog afterwards. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> just see, just see what, if there's a clip what's up of Elf that? eating a cat. Yeah, that's like in the show, not like fan Legit, made. Yes. Yeah, uh, that would be Could amazing. Get some dark parts of the internet here. <laughs> the dark web. Uh, <laughs> elf cats. So. Anyways, Joey is bantering with the hobo and his fans when Louise, who is his business manager, yeah. uh, arrives. She's like, we got to go. We got a schedule. Uh, and then a man on a motorcycle shows up, well, runs past. And uh, <laughs> oh, so the, the man is like very awkward. He's so awkward. He's standing like two inches off of Joey's like right shoulder. In like the full on leather motorcycle gear. Big old beard. Yeah. Just yeah intense looking man. Yeah. Hands Joey a note and, and then, books it for a motorcycle. Yeah, and uh, Joey runs after him. Yeah, he's uh, like, eh, yeah, give he's like note. and the guy gets on his motorcycle and he takes off towards Joey, almost runs him over. So the hobo has to tackle Joey. It's weird because there's no way that man on the motorcycle was going to run him over. Not a chance. I do not believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I do not believe that you can run a man over on a motorcycle at a speed of like 40 kilometers an hour and get away. <laughs> I think you're going with him. I was going to say, you're probably going to meet the pavement. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The motorcycle's <laughs> so. going to stop. You're going to go off of it. <laughs> yeah. Physics will come into play. Yeah. And yeah. So <laughs> I'm sure he would have swerved. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. It's like, the, yeah, the hobo's unnecessary tackle. <laughs> yeah, but hey, he, it's been a while since he's tackled someone, so you got to do it. And I'm sure he didn't like Joey's joke, so he took this as an opportunity yeah, to right, just beat you know. the pavement. <laughs> I was saving you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joey starts looking around for the paper he had in his hands because he dropped it. Um, it says Greystone. We get a yes. close up of it saying Greystone on that. Uh, the hobo picks it up. Yeah. Uh, Louise comes over and asks what the hell yeah <laughs> like, what's going what, on what the fuck uh, and she asks about the paper 
and Joey lies and yes. says it's his grocery list. Yeah. Louise does not buy it. No. His lie is terrible. Louise is probably the smartest person in this episode. She definitely is the smartest yeah. person in this episode. Not a do- That's not a dog. <laughs> that's true. Her and the hobo. Yeah. <laughs> Duking it out. Top of the class. Uh, because actually, Joey says the hobo is brighter than most of the guests he's had on the show <laughs> at this point. Ouch. They're talking about it. <laughs> Uh, Louise notices Joey's being real shady about this note. Yeah. But she doesn't like push him too much. She's yeah. like, okay, wh- whatever. Uh, so then we cut to Joey's penthouse. Yeah, I, that's what I have. Joey's okay. penthouse. <laughs> it's it, like a big apartment building and he's at the top. On the top of the top of this huge apartment building. Yeah. It starts with this weird bird's eye view. Yeah. I'm assuming because that room had a balcony in it and they were like, let's just go up there and shoot. <laughs> yeah. They sent the intern out to do some shooting and he's like, yeah. finally, no raccoons. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is my chance. Yeah, get some real artistic shots. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I finally got out of that forest. Yeah, into the urban. We're world. in season two. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? <laughs> got a big bushy beard. Yeah, it's like <laughs> freedom. Yeah. Well, get up on their balcony and uh... <laughs> yeah, just uh, shoot some B-roll. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, they're in his penthouse, which I'm sure in the day was a real swanky penthouse, but. Not anymore. It's real ugly. <laughs> yup. Uh, so Louise is there. Yep. Joey is there. And now we meet Gabe. Gabe. Gabe is, we find out, Joey is like sidekick. He's yeah. like the Andy to his Conan. Yes. Because we're gonna. Joey is like a talk show host. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And Gabe, they talk about Gabe being very smart, mm-hmm. but he plays a dumb sidekick. Yeah. They That's talk his about character. him. Yeah. Like they make jokes oh. about him like being dumb. Yeah. Uh, so they're discussing their schedule of like what's going to happen, what's going to go on. Uh, Hobo is in the room with them. They've just brought they just him brought along. along. <laughs> He's just adopted this dog. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Again, no one questions <laughs> anything. So while they're talking, somebody slides something under Joey's door. Mm-hmm. So Hobo goes over and grabs it, and he delivers the letter. He really likes to deliver yeah, letters. He's, just, <laughs> he's calling his postman. Yeah, I feel go. like this whole show is going to end with him back at Peggy's. Remember Peggy? It's, yeah, Peggy. Is it Peggy or Paggy? Eggy. Eggy. <laughs> <laughs> the last episode is gonna be him showing up Silent at her tour. <laughs> yeah, and she's gonna be delivering the mail, and Hobo will be back. That's right. <laughs> He'll just Had pick a up a rocking chair in the afternoons. <laughs> yeah, just like... and they're just gonna live a good life together. Oh, I, I like that ending. That's how it's gonna end in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joey reads the letter and gets really mad. Yeah. <laughs> at whatever it is, um, he starts running out the door. Like he's clearly chasing after whoever dropped the letter there. Yeah, he takes the elevator. He does take the elevator. Hobo goes to get in the elevator. Yeah. And almost gets his gets nose his nose crushed. crushed. Yeah. I was like, do they have the sensors in these elevators? <laughs> because I don't. Gets... I think at that point it's closing. I was gonna say it was so close to that poor dog's nose yeah (laughs) like i was genuinely worried (laughs) it's like obviously they'd cut it out if it actually they're gonna have one one german shepherd with like a (laughs) three-inch snout yeah he'll become the villain that's not how it works (laughs) you lose a body part and you become a bad guy it's like a stubby hobo (laughs) yeah Uh, so the shady man is back <laughs> the shady man in leather yeah um, shady man in leather, leather. <laughs> he's it's like a craigslist posting <laughs> wanted shady man in leather serious inquiries only yeah fifty dollars an hour <laughs> yeah and all the purell you can handle <laughs> your place not mine yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> must supply accommodations <laughs> yeah i've got the leather though so <laughs> win-win 
<laughs> so basically, it's a whole chase scene with this man in leather. <laughs> yeah. um, he makes it outside, jumps on his motorcycle. Uh, Hobo is chasing him down. Cho- Hobo has like run down the stairs yeah. very quickly. Yeah. That is a tall building. It is. <laughs> like, they well, are... they do an establishing shot. It's at least 20 it's stories. At least. And Hobo yeah. has clearly run down. I think he's. No, I think he rides the rails. Like, he, like, <laughs> just parkours just, like, it. Parkours all the way down. Just on his little doggy butt. <laughs> yeah. Just like sliding around <laughs> all the way down. It's making like a horrible like <laughs> sound. Somebody's walking up and just sees the dog yeah. go by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can hear him coming. <laughs> what is They're that? just like clopping up the stairs. And, <laughs> and this dog just like like a pneumatic tube. It's like a warm wound just past him. <laughs> <laughs> they do the wind's blowing back his hair. <laughs> yeah. I see him like he's on his belly and his legs are just like straight <laughs> dangling. He's like a, a dog monorail. <laughs> he's just... <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. That's a rough landing at the bottom too. He's just like a torpedo. It's just straight through the. He doesn't even go through the door. He goes through the glass in the door. It's like a perfect circle. <laughs> just a little hobo shaped yeah, hole. Right. And he's on the street. <laughs> Spots yeah. the motorcycle yeah. and he's off. Yeah. He's, he's got no fur on his stomach. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> The whole stairwell smells like burning air for like the next four months. <laughs> yeah. There was multiple complaints. Yeah. The one guy talks about it all the time. The only one who saw it. No one yeah, believes him. Yeah, nobody believes him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Here goes Carl talking nonsense again. <laughs> Get out of here, Carl. Oh, man. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how I can follow that up. I'm just oh. going to move along. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the motorcycle man gets away. <laughs> That's the end result. Yeah, he gets away. <laughs> so we cut back to uh, Joey, Louise, and Gabe hanging out. Uh, Louise and Gabe know clearly something is wrong. Yeah, something's real bad. And they're telling him to not keep this to himself. Yeah. And Joey makes a big scene about wanting to be left alone. Yes. He wants them to leave. He wants to be alone. And then as Gabe goes to leave, Joey's like, Louise, stick around. I want to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, just for a second. It's like, <laughs> all right. All right. Very contradictory. Yes. <laughs> you want to be alone? You want to talk? <laughs> Anyways, Gabe leaves. Louise stays. Joey asks her if she sent the monthly check. Very all. Mm-hmm, the yeah. Anderson check. Yes. Uh, and she's like, yep. Yeah. Like, as always, sent yeah. it. It's good to go. Uh, and then we get a chance to... She leaves after that. Yeah. Like, that's all he wanted to know. Yep. Was that she sent it. Still and, sending those checks. Yeah. So we know the check has something to do with what's going on. Yes. I don't know what yet, but we'll find out. So then Joey sits down alone to read the note. We get a close-up of the note. Yes. Which is a stereotypical... Yeah. Like, like a ransom note. Cut the letters magazine. out of a magazine. <laughs> paste them on. And I always wonder, like, how much time do they spend on that? Hours. Like, that takes so long. <laughs> got their mod podge. You gotta find a V. Like, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> How hard is it to find a V? All the Vs are like Tiny super little. stylized or like really small. <laughs> yeah. Just need a V. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so the note says, I know the secret of Greystone. It will cost 5000 Wait for phone call in 10 minutes. I just in my head was picturing by the power of Greystone. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. By the power of Greystone. <laughs> 
glad I'm not Little alone Skeletor. in that. <laughs> right? <laughs> like every time they said Greystone. I know the like, secret of Greyskull. <laughs> it's like, are we going to get a He-Man episode? <laughs> like, wasn't it the He-Man movie where he like suddenly is in the real world? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> okay, you should watch it. Because I'm pretty sure. Like, I got to watch Elf first, though. <laughs> it's true. Then watch He-Man, Masters of the Universe. <laughs> okay. And for r- some random reason, he shows up in the real world. It's <laughs> like. Is he going to show up in this episode? He's the blackmailer. That would be amazing. <laughs> Crossover episode. He's the guest. <laughs> yeah, on the show. On the show. <laughs> it's He-Man. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'd love it. Uh, okay, so. So then we cut to the motorcyclist. He's at a payphone. Yeah. I don't know why I've noticed this. I'm sure in every episode they're at a payphone, but it feels like the last few episodes they've been spending a lot, a of, lot time of time at payphones. A... Do you think it's the same payphone? <laughs> yeah. They just move it around? <laughs> yeah. You have one and they just like... <laughs> yeah. They don't it. find payphones. They don't send a scout <laughs> out. They just have a payphone in the back of a truck. Yeah. It takes them two minutes to like stick it on the ground. They're like, well, we're good. <laughs> Done. Yep. Go. Scene. You're ready. <laughs> you remember a time... We're not that like young but do you remember a time where there was like payphones everywhere yes like just racks of payphones yeah (laughs) like uh now there's some payphone graveyard (laughs) yeah there's very few of them now so rare yeah yeah and they cost like 50 cents now do they yeah i'm pretty sure maybe a dollar i don't know Uh, i haven't used a payphone in years i know yeah (laughs) i I cannot think of the last time i used a payphone (laughs) okay so the motorcyclist is blackmailing joey about an accident that he has been paying a family monthly for so whatever that check is for uh this motorcyclist knows about it and he's going to tell people if joey doesn't pay him five thousand dollars yeah uh while this conversation is going on the hobo has found the motorcyclist he's tracked him uh and he steals his helmet yeah as the hobo tends to do yep uh i thought he was just going to run away with it but he just like dumps it behind a trash can yeah Yeah. (laughs) he He moves it about 14 (laughs) feet yeah yeah and just like ditches it yeah um then we get a cop who's walking across the lawn just so jaunty swinging his billy club yeah he's just having a good day english copper (laughs) oh just gonna bust some skulls (laughs) yeah (laughs) looking for anyone doing any crime that's right (laughs) um uh so then the motorcyclist does the most random thing he sees the cop and immediately runs. Yeah. The cop who has not made any indication. No. <laughs> he's just a guy on a payphone. Right? Like, that's not weird in 1981. Yeah. And also, <laughs> so the, the name of the, the blackmailer, his name is Kramer. Oh, yes. That's we true. find out. Yeah. And he doesn't even bat an eye when he gets on his motorcycle and finds no. it. Like, he doesn't even, I don't even know if he notices there's no helmet. <laughs> no. Like, he just goes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, well, I'm not trying to hide my face now. Yeah. So he runs away. Yeah. Just pieces out. And the cop notices him running away. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, well, that's weird. Uh, strange. <laughs> strange. <laughs> I think the hobo goes and grabs the, there's a note, a piece yes. of paper with a phone number that Kramer was calling. Mm-hmm. And uh, he grabs it and puts it in the helmet. Yes. And then he right. runs with the helmet. Yes. And the, the cop is like, well, there's something you don't <laughs> see every day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now we're back at Joey's. Yeah. Hobo has returned. Mm-hmm. He's brought the helmet with him. <laughs> yes. It's just an ordinary helmet. Yeah. Joey's looking at it. But no, there's a phone number in it. Yeah. Yeah. Same phone number. Uh, it rings a little bell. Joey makes a joke. <laughs> He's so funny. Uh, so Joey calls the number. Yes. He knows whose number it is. He's dialed this many times. Uh, he starts telling the person, instead of being suspicious that this person's phone number is in the helmet. Of the guy of who the blackmailed him. 
he just starts spilling the whole story. Yeah. About being blackmailed. Yeah. And the dog finding He's his like, helmet with your number in it. This is weird. This dog just found a phone number in a motorcycle yeah, helmet. Like, oh, okay. Well, no, I'm fine. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Uh, so the person on the other end of the line is Gabe. Yes. His sidekick Gabe. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's definitely Gabe, by the way. Like, no, oh, no spoiler oh, there. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, Gabe is the one blackmailing yes. him. Yeah. But Joey's too dumb to figure it out. Yeah. So he's clearly the dumb sidekick in this scenario. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right. The roles have been reversed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so now we're we cut to the station uh, yeah. where they're recording the TV show, uh, and they start recording. Uh, Joey is supposed to be like a Johnny Carson. Yeah, that's the vibe I'm getting. He's like doing a monologue and then he goes, sits behind the desk and him and Gabe have like some bad banter. Yeah. Like the whole thing is going on. Hobo is watching from backstage. They brought him. They keep reinforcing that Gabe is his best friend. Yes. They keep making comments about it. It's like, okay, clearly Gabe is the one behind this. Well, we're going (laughs) to, we're going to find out in a minute because, um, What Joey has done before he's gone into the studio is he's put $5,000 oh, yes, in I the totally trunk of his car that part. <laughs> um, so that the motorcycle guy can come pick it up. That's yes. the bribe. Mm-hmm. And then while they're doing their banter inside, Gabe and, and Joey, Hobo's watching on a monitor. <laughs> yeah. And there's a weird bit where the Hobo's watching and Gabe is like talking to Joey and... Um, Joey calls him Mr. Telford, yes. which is what Kramer on the phone called him. And Hobo actually has a flashback <laughs> he does. to like 20 <laughs> minutes earlier when he saw the motorcyclist go, Mr. Telford. <laughs> Mr. Gabe Telford. Mr. Telford. Like that's a good memory, but also, do we need a flashback on this? Like, <laughs> it just happened. Just in happened. this episode, not that long ago. Yeah. Yes. It's just it's a little strange. Very, a strange choice. Very strange. Yeah. Uh, but yes, so the money is in the trunk of the car, and the motorcycle guy has arrived. Kramer. Yeah. Uh, he's also wearing the most American helmet. So the clearly, most. That's what I have in my notes. <laughs> the most American helmet in history. <laughs> <laughs> Should we stand up and sing the American national anthem? Oh, say again. <laughs> yeah, something, like, something. Uh, uh, something about guns. I don't remember. Uh, sporting events. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like stars and stripes. Like the only thing that can make it more American is that there's a big eagle on it. Like a giant like porcelain eagle, eagle. glued to the top of it. <laughs> It's like so much wind resistance. <laughs> so when I lived in the States, I went to a 4th of July fireworks show once. Oh, yeah. Uh, and... I love that they're so patriotic, but it also is way over the top sometimes. And 4th of July is a perfect example of that. Mm. So before the fireworks started, there was like this big like American like national anthem. And then the sound of an eagle cawing <laughs> was blasted over the speakers <laughs> before the fireworks. And I remember just thinking like, what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> Are you sure that maybe the, an eagle didn't just, just come down to the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a patriot. So t- so taken in by the national anthem. <laughs> yeah. Just like perches on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the most ridiculous, like insane addition to this fireworks show. That was already crazy over the top. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. It was good memories. Probably because beavers don't make I know. really distinct <laughs> sounds. Exactly. So. Just have like a sound of a tree coming down or something. That's right. Yeah, like. tree falling over. <laughs> Yeah, that's very Canadian. Yeah. Vlogging. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, he's wearing an American helmet. He's grabbing the money from the trunk. 
Hobo can't get at him. No, because of a door. Oh, he got foiled by a door. <laughs> He's got to wait for somebody to come open it Do for him. Do not have enough momentum to shoot through the glass? <laughs> I guess not. Not enough railing to slide down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it's always, yeah, so the hobo has to wait for other people <laughs> to come open this door. Despite the fact he's, we've already established. He can open he doors. He can open doors. Push doors, yeah. pull doors. Doesn't matter. He can hold rotating doors that like Closed two grown men. with his mass. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, but no. Foiled by the door. Foiled by the door. By the time he gets out, he's got to chase the bike. It's already gone. Bike's gone. Uh, then we cut back to Joey. So this is a little scene to set up what kind of person Joey is. Yes. Because he's interviewing an author who wrote a book uh, informing people about the plight of the poor. Yes. And like the destitute. Yes. Uh, and then the author starts talking about how Joey is such a like philanthropic human being uh he helps the needy and underprivileged like i could even do half of what what you you do like clearly you're so good you're so great like you're an amazing human being blah 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 you've never done anything wrong in your (laughs) past no you just help people uh then hobo shows up again he's mail carrier yeah he's doing it he doesn't care that they're taping nope just delivers this letter to joe he just like hops on set (laughs) with a letter um that (laughs) The blackmailer has, did he drop it or did he like leave it in the trunk? He left it in the trunk. Right. So Hobo left the trunk open. Picked it up and brought it straight to Joey. Do you think there are probably like hundreds of viewers who (laughs) recognize the hobo? Yes. Oh my God. That's the The dog. dog. That's him. There he is. (laughs) He's the one who saved me or he's the one who, oh, I am in jail. Made me crash my truck. Yeah, he's the reason I'm in jail. (laughs) It's like a whole bunch of people in prison. He killed my dad when his car went off a dock. (laughs) (laughs) He just stood there and watched as he drowned. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to find him. (laughs) (laughs) But there's got to be like dozens of people at least. Because they do set up the Joey show is like quite popular. Yeah. Like he's the man. There has to be somebody. There's definitely. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Joey, so Joey takes the note. They make some jokes about a dog yeah. delivering. I didn't write them down. Uh, he reads the note right there on set. Uh, yep. Obviously, it's the blackmailer no. smartly asking for more money. Another $20,000 <laughs> Right. Uh, so Joey looks flustered. And he's like, I need a commercial break. Bah. Yeah. <laughs> Hobo, why didn't you just wait till a commercial break? Anyways. <laughs> Clearly, you're smart enough. Uh Louise sees that Joey is upset. They have a little chat. She tries to send him home saying Gabe was going to finish the show. Yeah. Uh, and so Joey does eventually decide to leave. Uh, she ma- He makes it home. This whole timeline now really messes with Very me. Very strange. Like, does he live above the studio? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's tough I, it, the timeline is very difficult because within two minutes of the show time yeah it's gonna be dark yeah how long is joey's show <laughs> like i mean i know the studio sh- audience is like everyone wearing a pair of depends <laughs> right like i know like like shows like stephen colbert and stuff they like tape in the afternoon and air that night so obviously they take longer than an hour yeah but like this takes a long time this is like four <laughs> or more hours of television <laughs> because joey has made it home yeah uh the phone rings like pretty much immediately as he gets there yeah uh he's upset he's going on about this being a shakedown uh he's upset they're asking for more money because he's dumb and doesn't realize this how blackmailing works yeah <laughs> uh so louise shows up yeah she knows everything now yeah about the blackmail yeah joey decides to tell her tells her the whole story um says this is like the final like this, this is, is gonna, it, twenty thousand, yeah. and we're done. We're no done. More. We're not going to give any more money. Yeah. Uh, I wrote Joey. You don't know anything about blackmailers, but Louise does. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, once you start, 
there's no reason for them to stop. Yeah. Like, why they'll would just you... They'll just keep going until yeah. you run out of money. Exactly. They're just going to milk you dry. Um, so Louise is heading back to the studio. The, he gets a phone call from the blackmailer. Yeah. He's like, we want $20,000 the exact same way. Put it in the trunk of your car. That's right. Yes. And Joey's like, okay, fine. I'll go back to the studio. <laughs> so he puts $20,000 in a bag, gets in his car. As they're leaving, he's like, hey, can you take um, Star, yes. which is what they're calling Hobo? Hobo. <laughs> and Louise is like, yeah, I guess so. And Hobo's like, ah, nope. So he <laughs> steals the blackmail letter and runs away. That's right. Yes. Um, uh, he heads to the cop. Yes. Yes. Billy Club cop. He's still on he's his beat. He's just rolling around with that Billy Club. He's really <laughs> looking for something to hit. <laughs> he, just, he seems so nice, but he clearly has some anger issues. Oh, yeah. He's going for your knees. Also, did you notice when he talked, he had a bit of an Irish accent? Yes. <laughs> I was like, what is I it? was not surprised. <laughs> what is it with this show and Irish cops? They love him. <laughs> like, is it just the same guy? Or <laughs> Nope. Like, they just... They really like they Irish really cops. They really love Irish cops. <laughs> was there a time period where Toronto was just Irish cops? Yeah. <laughs> You didn't know? <laughs> I guess not. 1979 <laughs> to 1984. <laughs> it could only be on the force if you were Irish. If you're Irish. <laughs> well, I'm one-tenth Irish. You're on board. <laughs> Can you do the accent? A little bit. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> you're in. Uh, Here's your club. So the cop reads the letter, uh, and he's like, I better report this. Yeah. So he, we've he, established that car phones are a thing. Yes. Radios in cars are a thing. Yes. CB radios. But he goes to the pay phone. The exact same pay phone. <laughs> yeah. To make his report. To like, call in. Like, okay. Whatever. <laughs> so we cut back to the studio. Gabe is hosting the show. Yeah. Doing a good job. We, uh, we know he's doing a good job because we get a cutaway of the people laughing. They're just having a And there's a, a random toddler going. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't notice the toddler. I was like, okay. <laughs> Gabe killing it with the two-year-olds. That's right. <laughs> target audience <laughs> yeah the show's suddenly gonna become a, like a saturday afternoon <laughs> that's right we're gonna watch uh peppa pig okay. or paw patrol, patrol or gabe at five <laughs> his favorite show that's right <laughs> can't get enough go to party city and there's a whole aisle of just, just gabe. gabe faces <laughs> so many gabe faces is, yeah gabe plates put gabe. on your gabe face <laughs> that's the slogan <laughs> yeah there you go i love it <laughs> So Joey's returned. He like interrupts the show to just like take over. Yeah, yeah he just bombs his way in there. <laughs> yeah, they have some banter, and the, and he's basically like, "Yep, I'm back." So again, how he's made it home, had the phone call, got twenty thousand dollars, made it back to the, the studio. The sun is set. <laughs> it's dark. Yeah, Gabe is in the middle of some sort of bit musical performance. So still performing. Yeah, uh, still recording. There's still one guest left. Yeah. Too. And, and Joey's made it all the way back. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> Anyways, Hobo is following the motorcycle man. He sees him, and he's uh, he's in the parking lot going to get the money the t- out of the, the trunk. The money, the bag of money. Uh, and Hobo, who has been waiting for him, yeah. is stalking him, as yep. he loves to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the man, the motorcycle, Kramer, opens the trunk of Joey's car, and he like leans all the way in. Of course. <laughs> he's like, doesn't just really grab it. Really efficient for it. I think he was trying to steal the spare tire at the same time. <laughs> right? He's like, I might 20, as well. 20000 isn't enough. <laughs> I want your tire iron. I'm here, so. Because yeah. he like leans into this trunk. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that Hobo, who has jumped onto the hood of the car, yeah. now jump on the trunk hood and yeah. close it onto. On Kramer. And use his super strength. His weight. <laughs> his weight. Because he can change his mass. <laughs> he obviously at, can. On cue. Absolutely. Because Kramer can not. No. like lift himself out of this trunk yes like his hands are in there he could push up yeah easily easily yeah it's no. just a german shepherd no 
No, he's stuck. Uh, so Louise arrives. She's also been like waiting for this guy. Uh, she's yelling like, "Don't let him go!" Like he's a blackmailer. Yeah, the blah, police blah. have shown up. Yes, they arrive because uh, of the cop. Yeah. Uh, so we go back into the studio where Joey is introducing his next guest because the show is still going yes. on. There's one last guest. <laughs> uh, when Hobo trots up with a bag full of $20,000 yep. and delivers it to Gabe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's got a sense of style. He drama. knows what he's doing. <laughs> he definitely knows what he's doing. Uh, so Joey asks for the money. He like sees the bag and he's like, Hey, whoa, whoa give that to me. Yeah. Uh, and Gabe gives himself away. Yeah. He's like, what am I going to do with a bag of $20,000? And Joey's yeah. like, I didn't tell you there's $20,000 in there. <laughs> and Gabe tries to play it off. Like, he's like oh, oh, I just I picked a random could more. Could have been less. Did I say $20,000? Not this guy. <laughs> uh, and then he realizes he's caught. He sees yep. the blackmailer who they've brought into the station. Yes, for I don't know why they brought the blackmailer into the into not only into the studio but within like spitting distance. <laughs> yeah, where they're recording. So all I can think of is the blackmailer must have like squealed immediately. Yes, which I don't think would have happened. He doesn't seem like the type. I mean, no, because he's trying to shrug it off when they're arresting me. He's like, "Is yeah. this a joke?" <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's like. I don't think he... No. I, there's no reason to bring him into the studio. Put him in the car. <laughs> take him away. I was going to say, take him to the station. Yes. But no, they bring him into the studio so Gabe can see him. Yes. <laughs> and realize, oh, oh no. Uh, the jig is up. Uh, so he immediately starts going. He's going to talk about Greystone. Yeah, he's going to blab the whole thing in the, on the air. air. He's going to ruin his life. And Joey is just like, F you. Yeah. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm just going to tell it. <laughs> like, yeah. all right. So he gets up, gets up and he's going to start telling us about Greystone. Yeah. It's going to uh, be the worst thing we've ever heard. Just, it's going to be something real terrible. Yeah. Uh, so he starts off thanking Hobo. He says, thanks to a dog named Star. Uh, and then he tells the story about how when he was younger, he stole a car. He got involved in a hit and run. He went to prison for it. And he's like, yeah, that's right. It's me. I'm an ex-con. Blah. He's tried to live a decent life Tried Since, to make it up, you know. Uh, and that's it, folks. Like, that's my big secret. I went to prison. Yeah. He doesn't even say if he killed the person he no, hit. No, he doesn't. Or how long he was in prison for. for. Right? Like, no details. None. I feel like nowadays, like, that people would just be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, first of all, everyone would know nowadays. Yes. Yeah. He'd be able to dig that up pretty quick. <laughs> like, no problem. Yeah. But like, okay. Why is uh, that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it's okay, because... Oh, yeah, it's okay. He gets up to leave. And they all start applauding him. They stand and applaud. He gets a standing ovation. And then everybody clapped. (laughs) For admitting that he is an ex-con who stole a car and maybe killed someone. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. Horribly maimed. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But he's tried to make up for it, so it's Mm -hmm. all good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Louise is trying to wrap her mind around Gabe being the blackmailer. She's like, what the? Uh, And Joey is like... He needed money. Again, we have another gambler. He's got yep. g- Why didn't he just stop? <laughs> right? That's just the thing That's how you do, do it, right? But, you know, he didn't have a daughter named <laughs> Jib. <laughs> that he could depend on. <laughs> jib, Jib, Jibity, Jib. <laughs> and Jib, Jib, didn't Jib, Jib. <laughs> jib, 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 Jib. And Jib, Jib, Jib. jib. Well, until we Jib again. <laughs> we jib, 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 jib Jibity, Jib, Jib. <laughs> Hope you Jib, Jib, Jib. Jibity, Jib. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So gambling. Gabe was a gambler. He was in debt. Yeah. He knew about Greystone. Used it to his advantage. Didn't work. Yeah. So Hobo messed it up for him. Yeah. Uh, so at the end of the day, 
the people are happy for Joey. Yeah. They don't care that he's an ex-con. Uh, he's raised so much money for needy kids and families. Yeah. Like, he can keep his job. Woo! Hooray! Uh, and Joey offers to make Hobo a regular on his show. He's like, you're a star. It'll be yeah. the Joey and Star show. Yeah. Uh, Hobo is nope. Not interested. Nope. <laughs> Not a fan. He takes off. Louise makes some sort of joke. I didn't write it down, but I wrote down what Joey said after Louise made the joke. <laughs> he said, hey, I'll do the jokes, Louise. You just look after me. Hey, I'll do the jokes, Louise. You just look after me, okay? Ah. Joey. Get back in the kitchen. <laughs> Basically. I literally ended by saying, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm sorry that was such a terrible recap, but <laughs> it's been a while since I've watched this episode. Uh, <laughs> that is, here's Joey Jackson. Yeah. What'd you think? I don't care. Neither did I. Nope. <laughs> Again, this wasn't a protagonist I hated, but I, I didn't, didn't... Yeah. Yeah. There's no driving force. Nothing. It's, yeah, there's no danger. There's no... You know who it is, right? Pretty, pretty much soon. within the first five minutes, you know Gabe who shows is. up and they comment that he's smart but plays dumb. I'm yeah. like, okay. <laughs> uh, it's you know what it's just uh five out of ten yeah filler episode so just yep. there's nothing extraordinary about it in any way <laughs> none none whatsoever it will nothing. not be at the bottom of the list it will not be at the top nope the acting was fine everything's fine yeah what was your hobo harm scale zero yeah <laughs> he didn't do anything he did nothing he jumped on that trunk Woo. yeah that's it <laughs> uh hobo fight uh i have uh kramer Versus the Billy Club cop, only because <laughs> the Billy Club cop really wants to hit something with that Billy Club. He definitely just needs an excuse. And Kramer's to... a big enough man that it might almost be a contest. <laughs> yeah. It could be a bit of a fairer fight. I just figure they might as well both get it out of their systems. Exactly. They have, you know, some rage issues. Clearly. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, very nice. How about uh, you? <laughs> I said Joey Jackson versus Johnny Carson. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> they're clearly Joey Jackson is supposed to be Johnny Carson. I feel like Johnny Carson from what I know of him, was a real asshole. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah they can both get it. Exactly. So they can just beat each other up. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. All right. So, perfect. Well, uh, let's wrap it up then. I was going to say, moving <laughs> on, let's talk about the next episode. Okay. What's coming up? <laughs> what is coming up? Oh, you want me to tell you what's yeah, coming I up? Yeah, I don't have it. Oh, no. <laughs> I rely on you to do this. Okay. Uh, the next episode is going to be season two, episode 15, <laughs> Runaway. Uh, How apt. What? No. Okay. This episode kind of ran away. <laughs> bad. Bad. <laughs> Boo. Boo this man. Boo him. Okay. So the synopsis for this episode. <laughs> actually, now that I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm excited for this one. Okay. <laughs> Hobo hops on board a train <gasps> and befriends an old ro- railroad bum and a runaway boy. <gasps> We're getting a train. Hooray. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and hopefully more than just hobo getting off the train at the very beginning like last time Yay! <laughs> all right okay i'm looking forward to it me too well until we meet again fellow hobos hop on that train that we're going to see in the next episode <laughs> hey and uh, we'll see you Our the next time bye <laughs> bye <laughs>